So let's talk money. Time for the Financial Health and Wealth Show with financial advisor Cassandra Brazier of Avila Wealth. All she talks about is money, money, money. Financial topics relevant to your life heard every Sunday morning at 10 or available anytime as a My Talk podcast. That's great. I love podcasts. Let's start the show. Here's your host, Miss Shannon. All right, ladies, we got to talk finances. Yes, thank you for joining us for this edition of the Financial Health and Wealth Show. I am Miss Shannon. That is Cassandra Brazier over there, our friend from Avila Wealth. We're going to get uh, right into it and remind you that you can set up that complimentary consultation if you go to avilawealth.com, A-V-I-L-A, wealth.com. Yes. Just get it out of the, just get it out of your brain and into the universe where somebody can actually assist you with all of these things. And um, it's funny, I was talking about you, Cassandra, because uh, uh, I was doing an introduction with some other people that also want to continue educating people on yeah. financial literacy. So I was like, this might be another way for Cassandra and I to continue this um, storyline, which is yeah. also what you're doing with those community education classes. And mm-hmm. you said one of them we're going to postpone, right? Yeah. So the Social Security one, and there were a number of people that reached out last week. So I appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, this is what I would say is they didn't have the numbers and I apologize because yeah. I, I was terrible about promoting it right away. Um, you know, week out is not very much notice for people. So, um, that one was postponed, but this is what I would say. Yes. We're trying to figure out a way to do maybe even a webinar of that version of mm-hmm. it, of social security. It's such a great topic and there's such an interest in need. We have baby boomers that are retiring at record numbers, right? Yes. So it is a topic of interest and we'll, we'll figure that out and we're going to work on that. But, the baby boomer retirement class is still on the docket. So that's coming up, but that's not till about a month out in March. Right. So if that is of interest, let us know. That is also, again, that is a community at in-person class. So you can reach out to us at avalawealth.com. We can get you that information and so forth. Also, we did another one of the, uh, pre, you know, the engaged couples day yesterday. So That's shout out fantastic. to the OLG crew yesterday. We had a fun time. <laughs> it was a good time. That is, I, I, I mean, it's the kind of thing that, one, we've already talked about this. I'm not getting married again. But I wish that I had found a resource for that with my ex and I back yeah. before we got married a million and a mm-hmm. half years ago. Because it would have been good to have those conversations and yes. even discuss whether we're on the same page, which uh, I know you encourage in that class, but we just encourage in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's one of those things that definitely comes up as one of the prevailing reasons why couples have stress and it arguments is, yeah. and stuff is just not being on the same page or knowing how to communicate with one another or knowing you know, I'm a saver, they're a spender. How do mm-hmm. we come together and build this together? Yeah. It's really a value to have those conversations. It you know, is. When it you're really in a relationship. Is. I mean, my husband and I are coming up on 13 years here mm-hmm. in a few months, and we still are tweaking things in the way that we deal with money and, you know, certain things. And just we're still kind of figuring out what's that sweet spot with right. how do things flow the best for us. Because we still have conversations where it's like, Hey, what did you, you know, what's going on over here? Right. right? So we're not, we're not immune to that. I mean, everyone, I think every relationship has an area and a lot of times I think it can be money. And so if, if people can learn, like you said, prior to marriage, or even if you're already married, right. And you, you're ready to kind of take some steps and figure some things out. It can just alleviate that piece of areas that we might argue right. with our spouse or our significant other about. Right, because it is just a full disclosure thing. And I think the other reason why I like to bring that up is it sounds like Miss Shannon is a buzzkill on love. No, I am not. <laughs> no. I do, lo- you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a different variety of yeah. romantic. But I, I think that it's, 
better to be able to have those open, honest conversations with one another so we can then move on to all the hormones. Yeah. And like then it's like, well, now we can just have a good time with one another because we already discussed yeah. this boring thing. I we'll agree. call it boring. So let's I get mean, it out of the way. Yeah. Well, my husband, about a year ago, my husband came to me and said, Dear, I think we should consider additional life insurance. Like, that was one of the most attractive things. And, like, I felt (laughs) so loved in that moment. Right, right? love, secure. Right, he's thinking about our family. He wants to make sure that everyone's covered, right, and taking care of. And I I tell you, like, that, like, you know what I mean? Yes, there's nothing so exciting about doing a life insurance application, right? But when he brought that up, I thought, oh, my gosh, like, that was really sweet. Like, that was really caring right right that, that he would have done it. anyway and so, we joke about it but it has been like you because because you and i are friends i've talked to you about where i've been i'm like yeah i didn't like the way he talked about money or we didn't have the yes. same financial literacy is the word i'm like we're just that's going yeah. to be a problem right and so it's worth it to go i'm gonna have this conversation up front so that you can then get into let's travel let's this like you look cute i like your eyes just do all that other stuff <laughs> but it's yeah. good to go before we can progress to know if that's yeah. going to be something that's going to work out or not right. so we encourage you to go to that website set up that complimentary consultation go to avilawealth.com that's a v i l a wealth.com also want to say briefly uh, securities and advisory service offered through harbor investment inc member finra sipc and again mm-hmm. thank you to everybody who's been listening since we moved full swing into 2024 because that was a great series that we've been Mm -hmm. going through just giving that financial foundation so i mean we i think we did what four or five shows on so we dug in so much right we dug in so deep on some topics which is so awesome so yes i agree feel free to listen back yeah Mm -hmm. listen give those a listen go back and look at some of the titles and see if any topics resonate um when we do these these engaged talks it's yes. 31 minutes we got i thought okay. oh okay i mean can you imagine right trying to cram it and then we have time to answer questions and things but still it's a, you could take a weekend i mean look at how many hours you could we do spent, a retreat right? yes. you really could mm-hmm. so yes there is there's so much information that can be really helpful that'll be our next one you just do a retreat it's <laughs> like you're about to get married and they're like hey come here just do a yes, whole series it's all on money and finance and you know all the great topics right anyway. because i part of the reason why the series that foundational series ended up being so robust is that it seemed once we started a conversation there was always a little more of that onion that we could peel away mm-hmm. and go yeah well maybe we need to cover this too or, right now that we're having Having this discussion, let's go a little bit further into it. And so anytime that there's something out there that maybe some, you know, one of our my talkers, if you've seen a story in the and a headline that you're like, does this apply? Or I see this all the time and it's causing me anxiety. Make sure you go to AvalaWealth.com as well. Let Cassandra know. And it might be something we can work into right. the show and go, oh, let's dispel that. So we encourage you to call. You can call us at 651-641-1071, or they can always email you and send that information as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we're very accessible if people have topic, you know, ideas. I know you had sent something, too. You had yes. sent something that um, just some ideas. And so it's always great. And I we mean, just add it to the collection. Right. And we come back through it. You yeah. Know, kind of thing. I'm like, this is something that I'm like, I've seen this a lot, and I thought it was an interesting opinion. Yeah. So... If if somebody else bothered to write an article on it, there's probably a few other people out there that might have the same question. Right. So you are Topic in the same of sa- interest. Right. You are in the same boat. If you've been noodling on it, yep. there's probably a few more yous. There probably are. Noodling. Exactly. Yeah, probably so, not alone. Again, that's AvalaWealth.com or you can call her at 651-600-0855. And um, so today, today, exciting enough, our topic is going to be 
about some different milestone birthdays. Now, we're going to be talking about birthdays that start at age 50. Um, I wouldn't zone out, though, if you're not there yet, because you might have loved ones. You may know someone that's 50 or older. A lot of in people your life, are in that right? situation. Well, a third mm-hmm. of our population are baby boomers. So there are a lot of people in that category. So it's a topic that we thought would be good um, to just talk a little bit about. What are some birthdays to take note of that that once you cross that threshold or hit that age, let's talk about why you may want to celebrate. Yeah, right? Exactly. We talk about aging gracefully. We right. talk about all these things. And there's other, maybe there's some other added benefits and things that come along with certain ages that you hit. It's not just that you're going to get your AARP card, right? right? Or some of those things start coming in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I started getting that in the mail because that comes early these days. It's like 45 years they start oh, sending you those really? letters. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I know. It's one of those things that they eked it down. They said, we can get more people you in here drip, sooner. Drip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got one and threw it in the shredder. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I did almost open it this time. I was like, hmm, maybe there are benefits. They're wearing you down. They're they starting to come exactly. on, Shannon. <laughs> right. They're like, don't you want to go on this? I'm like, not yet, AARP. Give me a moment. But as we are looking at these milestone birthdays, I think it's also good to uh, have the conversation the way you're framing it so that it again, doesn't look like this looming uh, thing where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's also dire. It's like, no, these are some things you know are coming. Yeah. Here's the best way to position yourself when right. you're dealing and with plan. them. Right, mm-hmm. and plan. And because because people, you know, as you turn 50 and beyond, you a lot of times you're, you know, hope, not hopefully, but a lot of people have a plan that they want to yes. retire. And so there are a number of things that become additional uh, allowances, I'll say, or additional benefits that you can take advantage of as you start to age closer and closer to those 60s. And then we'll even talk about, you know, into your 70s. Right. There's some things to be aware of and know about, which, you know, maybe some people are already. But it's these are just really good topics. And then these are conversations that maybe you can have with a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or uncle or a sibling or someone else who maybe they may not be as aware. You're, right. You could always send them the podcast, right, where they could... Here, Key listen in to on this. some different exactly. ages, right? And mm-hmm. just have that information in their back pocket. Right. So. so we're gonna cover that when we get back. Also, again, encouraging you to be part of the show today if you have any questions regarding those milestone birthdays or just your financial health and wealth in general. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Little dance party going on here at the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I am Shannon here with Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth. Again, that website is avilawealth.com. Milestone birthdays. Milestone birthdays. Yeah, not the I, sweet 16. No. Not when you turn 21. No. Those are milestones as yes, well. We and they should be celebrated. Ones. We're going to be jumping into what happens or what Things can happen for you when you turn 50. That's going to be our first starting point. Now, I'm glad we start there because that was last year. And so now I'm curious to go. I know I didn't miss anything because you would have told me. Like, you would, like, yep. by the way, you need to do this. How mm-hmm. come you haven't, Shannon? So I think I'm safe. You're but, good. Yeah. yeah. What else am I supposed to be looking at as I move towards yeah, 50? Yeah. And it's not even, so when you turn 50, it's not like you're going to, you might miss something. The right. thing that happens is that you can start to do catch-up contributions. Okay. So that's what happens at 50. And what does that mean? So that means if you have a 401k or retirement plan through work, almost every retirement plan, in fact, there, I can't think of one that doesn't. Um, there, I mean, I just want to say most still, right? Yes. So most retirement plans 
allow you to add an extra amount. Now, that amount varies by retirement plan. Okay. Um, so if you have a 401k, a 403b, 457, those types of plans have very, very similar rules in general. Um, and the catch-up contribution for those is 7500 this year. Okay. So you, you can add that above and beyond what the general limit is, which is 22500 So you could put, if you're 50 or over, in 2024 could put... 30500 as a max, as a cap into one of those type plans. And you'd want to talk to your advisor, right? Because you can do it in a couple of ways. You can do it in like sections or just lump sum, right? Well, this would typically come out of your paycheck. Right. So you'd have to have that much in your paycheck, in any given paycheck to put it in there, which some people do. Mm -hmm. So yes, most people in general do dollar cost averaging, right? They have a certain percentage go into it. And then once you hit the limit for the year, then you stop contributing. Or if you don't hit the limit, you can contribute that same amount the whole year. Okay. At a minimum, we do recommend, right, you put it up to your match if you have a match. Now, there are some plans that they say, well, we don't know if we're going to do a match yet. We'll figure it out by the end of the year. We'll see what the profits are. We may do a match, right? Or we might just do profit sharing. There's all different types of ways companies can can run that. Yes. But if you know what your match is and it's and it's um, you know it's clear, then yes, obviously we do recommend putting up to your match. Get the match. That's a benefit that's available to you. That it's really helpful if there's any way you can right and you have the means. Put in enough to get enough to your match. Now, if you are wanting to, they call it a catch up contribution for a lot of reasons. But if you if you envision and maybe you're not in this boat, but maybe you know someone where. You took some twists and turns in life. Right. Maybe you didn't save as much as you had thought you would or you hoped you would or you had to dip into it for X, Y, Z. Whatever. That's life. Yes. That's life. We don't shame people for that. That you made the best decision at the time. Right. That's what I always assume for people. So you just look at then maybe you're in a position now, whether it's kids are growing or you just have more income, you're, you've, you are at a higher income. Right. Right. Whatever the case is that you have extra money. So that's why they call it a catch-up contribution then further on, where you can maybe catch up and make up some ground as you get closer and closer to retirement. Yes. So at 50 and over then, that's where, like I said, 401ks, 457, 43. And then for um, also for simple IRAs, if that's the type of plan you have, you can add an extra 3,500 to that. And for Roths and traditional IRAs, you can add an extra thousand. Okay. So that would bring a total to eight thousand for this year. So right. The last few years, there's been some increases in that realm. Again, Roths, they didn't come out till 1998. Right. So, but they've really, they started at 2000 then. They've really, you know, it's so grown nicely. Good so that now, yeah, mm-hmm. now that's something that also, public service announcement, you still have time to put into a Roth or an IRA for last year. Right. So there's still that window. So if that's something you'd like to get set up, you're welcome to reach out to us. We we can help people get those set up really easily. Right. I mean, DocuSign is such a nice tool to use nowadays. So it's you don't even have to come into an office. You know, we talk about the fact that um, uh, it has created like this distance, the fact that you can do things so, uh, you know, just from from the comfort of your PC, you know, oh, and man. sometimes from your, your phone. phone. Yeah. Right, exactly. So it does, you know, it does make it easier, though, for you to go, you know what, I've been meaning to do X. Yeah. Let me just do this right now and oh, just get it, it is, done. It's, mm-hmm. It really, truly has never been easier for people to... I mean, you can you can go through the whole process from the comfort of your home. You right. could 
do in a consultation. You can do it all on Zoom, right? We can talk to people. We can even do it over the phone. Sometimes I've had people say, I, I'm not good at Zoom, but can we do it on the phone? Yeah, right. we can figure it out. We can do it on the phone, right? I've done that, and I've emailed people information and things, and we go through it over the phone. We can, right. We're can. we flexible, and we can make it work for people. Um, and then we have people come into the office, too. So whatever is, is the best mode of communication for you. So you get through your 50s. I know we're going to have to go to, to a break here. Mm-hmm. But the next point, really, would be not quite 60, but 59 and a half. We right. got to make it a little fun there, right? Exactly. Said, so they're like, not, not 59, <laughs> not 60. I'm sure there was a very good reason they picked 59 and a half. I've never actually researched why. Okay. But forever and ever and we'll ever. We'll find 59 that fun fact eventually. Half. Yeah, if someone wants to call in with that fun fact. Yes. Um, but 59 and a half is the next milestone that we're going to talk about. Um, and uh, and that is, of course, uh, a half birthday, which I know right. most people don't celebrate half birthdays no. since they're probably like my 11 year old. So, you know, it's like I'm 11 and a half now. I think the only people I know who do half birthdays are people that are leap year or holiday birthdays. So like mm. if you're on a holiday, you're like, ah, it gets lost in the holiday. So I might as well have a half birthday. So, yes, I get it. That I makes get sense. It. So we get to your half birthday and then what do we have to do? Because we still have about three minutes that so we can kind of get into it a little bit. So when you get to 59 and a half, that is a triggering point for a few different things. Mm-hmm. Now, one of them is, let's say you wanted to retire early. Yes. At that point, you can access qualified money. Your qualified money, meaning money that was either in your 401k, any kind of retirement plan, a Roth, an IRA, that's all called qualified money, meaning that it has a tax shelter around it. Um, and then it has that rule. They call it a 59 and a half rule. Right. Now, if we're going to be technical, you can pull out your basis out of your Roth before 59 and a half without penalties. We're not going to go into that today, but right. just that's a asterisk. Right? Yes. So at 59 and a half, though, there's no penalties, no tax, no penalties, I should say. You still there's are going to pay taxes, taxes if okay. it's a tax deferred bucket. Um, but you're not going to have a penalty anymore because right. prior to that, you would have had a 10% penalty. Again, asterisks, unless it was for like you're disabled. Sometimes there's first time home buyer things, right? So there's certain things that you could get money out of certain buckets without penalties. Yes, you can take a loan out of your 401k, right? But the other but than there's still those caveats on the way that loan can work. And yes, those things yeah, too. you're going right. to pay that back. And if you don't, then you are going to have, right? So anyway, at 59 and a half, that's when you can Use that money if you want, like, again, if you wanted to retire early, that could be a planning option then. At that point, you wouldn't have penalties. Right. Like, if we have people that want to retire at 55, it's doable. We just have to plan accordingly so you're not planning to use qualified funds. funds. Again, there's another caveat, though, because there are ways (laughs) that you can do it, but you have to do a special calculation so that you don't get penalized. Anyway, so there are always a reason you need to talk to somebody. That's why you talk to an advisor, right? right? Because you could otherwise go down a rabbit hole and cause yourself a lot of penalties and a lot of taxes and a lot of things that might be avoidable. Uh, Exactly. There may be a way for you to maximize the funds that you spend so much time trying to go and There are so many ways. Right. So many ways. So you probably don't want to miss the next segment because I think there's a throwback at the beginning, which we (laughs) we always want to make sure we get that. Um, But also we're going to talk about what are some other situations that 59 and a half is important and how does that help you do additional planning for your retirement? We also want to remind you that this is a great time to go ahead and set up that complimentary consultation. If you would like to do that, it's very easy to do it. First thing you can do is go to avilawealth.com. That's A-V-I-L-A wealth dot com or you can call Cassandra and her team at six five one six zero 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 eight 
855. That's 651-600-0855. I always like to remind everybody that when you set up that complimentary consultation, they will walk you through all the information that you need. It's not very, it's not one of those cumbersome processes where you're like, okay, I don't know what I, I haven't looked for this information in over a decade. I don't know where to start collecting all of this. Who do I make my first call to? They'll give you this nice little checklist, tell you what you need to bring. If you can't find it all, they'll help tell you, here's probably who you need to contact in order to get that information. And also, sometimes you don't know what questions to begin with. They'll figure out how to go, well, maybe based upon your situation, they can tell you, here's a good place for us to start and then help you collect that information. So again, set up that complimentary consultation by going to avilawealth.com. That's A-V-I-L-A wealth.com. You'll be right back here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, where we make finances fun. That's what we do. And we give little cameo appearances. (laughs) Ellie, you weren't here. Ellie, you weren't here last episode. Uh, she like threw me under uh, Leanne Rhymes. Under- <laughs> I, oh, like, I was like, Shannon, you had it though. I could see it. It was your moment to shine. She's and like, I here just, you go. I'm like, I what do you mean here I go? And, and so, if you would had like, it, I was an alto. Exactly, I'm an alto as well. Oh, you did well. <laughs> I'm just you like, got a better okay. range than you thought. <laughs> Maybe. And that is what we teach people here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Maybe you also have a better range than you think. And you That's just need right. someone, as we said last episode, to buoy you, to yes. sit there and go, you can do this. Just like I can manage to hit a close enough approximation of that note to get through the break. Um, but there are also, if you have had some financial goals in your life or just not even know how to start setting some goals, mm-hmm. I think that one of the wonderful things uh, that you and I talk about, Cassandra, is the fact that you also come from uh, the area of financial literacy from a psychological standpoint Mm -hmm. and helping people get past those mental barriers that they might have of I can't or if I, you know, just that idea that there's something wrong with wanting to do better, set up this financial stability or thinking that you can never get to that point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have like some, maybe it's a generational thing, a systemic thing. So some reason why you're stuck in a box right. in your head, mm-hmm. but having a financial advisor or somebody to support you through that, you can go, oh, wait, no, you can get here. Here's yeah. how we can do it. So you just need someone to help you get to that point. Yeah. And I would, what I would add to that is what's interesting is over and I've been doing this more than 20 years now and there it it doesn't necessarily matter how much money you have there are people that I see that 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 they wish they had more right and they don't know how they're going to make it work for retirement and there are a number of ways we can try and really maximize their dollars right, right. and still get them there by being a little bit creative and then there are people that have plenty of assets but still are very nervous and uneasy and afraid they're going to run out and so it doesn't necessarily matter what you have now, it, of course, it matters, right? Yes. And and I always applaud people for the work they've done and amount they've saved and so forth because that does take effort and years and years of of getting to that point. But the beauty is, is that when you do some planning, right? What can be so helpful is that peace of mind, right? Is to know, okay, 
what I was so afraid of and what I thought may happen, right? I, I have some more peace of mind and I know I've got a plan in place. Right. And especially when you're in a situation like we seem to be going through this economical shift, this financial shift that's going on. I do think a lot of people had an idea in their head of what it was going to be like um, if we, you know, once they got to their their 30s, their 40s, and for me in my 50s in 2024. And instead, you're like, no, this is what's going on with the economy. The job market did this. We had a pandemic. There's a lot of things that right. may have disrupted what you thought was right. going to happen. It may have changed the course or made it a little bit more bumpy right. or altered it. Maybe you had a detour. Right. But honestly, that is life for a lot of people, right? Whether it's a pandemic that happens and you lose your job for a time or you're you know, your company goes under during that time because how many small businesses had to close, so many, right? right? So there were so many unintended consequences of that. But I also see there are always situations that can pop up and happen for people, right? Whether it's a health situation. I was telling you about a good friend that just, a good friend from high school that her husband just got a blood clot in his brain yesterday, right. got airlifted. There are things that happen in life that are so unforeseeable. And it takes a community, right, to, to help you get through those things. But also it can be helpful if you're not having to be concerned about finances. That's one of the right. things we talk to those engaged couples about is when you have a cushion, when you have an emergency fund, when you have the life insurance in place, when you're saving for retirement, when you know what your budget is and you've got your spending money is part of that, right? right? When you've got some of those different pieces in place, no, you cannot plan for every variable. But if something happens, sometimes the things that you have done can at least make it a little less financially stressful right. in those moments. So it's one less layer that you have to right. um, adjust to. You're still going to have to deal with whatever the crisis is, but you may not have the financial stress or as much of that. Correct. Potentially, right? So that's why I think some of that planning can help. So when we look at them, we talked about 59 and a half, right? And aside from the, you can access your qualified funds at 59 and a half, there's also another thing that happens that not everyone is aware of, and that has to do with your 401k or your retirement plan through work, and that is that a lot of plans will allow you access at that point. Okay. Where you can do some additional planning, and the benefit of that is that you might be able to position things so that once you want to retire, whether it's 62, 65, 67, 69, 70, whatever that age is, you may be able to just be that much more prepared and have things in place. Right, because then you have some ideas on if you want to start making some different shifts and mm -hmm. those types. Okay, fair it enough. It just gives you options. Again, there's always there's pros and cons to any change or adjustment you make, so we'd like to talk through those. But I also recommend get all your options on the table. That's where you can just see, yes, this one makes sense. No, that one doesn't make sense. And I, I always reiterate, too, people know their situation better than anyone else. I can make recommendations. People have to make the decisions, though, what right. makes sense to them. Right. So, But at 59 and a half, that is something that a lot of times becomes an option, at least. So it's good to look at that, because if people have almost all or all of their funds in their 401k, there's only so many options in there. Right. So is it a good idea to diversify beyond that, especially as you get closer to retirement? And I think the answer is, well, maybe, yeah, that's at least something to consider. And I remember when I was uh, still uh, traditionally employed, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I'll call it that, that yes. you know, a lot of those options, they may have had a different name, but they were really just different variations on the same theme. Right. So it's nice to go, oh, well, maybe we want to move some of this around. These are very safe where they are, but I want to do something else. Right. That might, you know, maybe you're feeling risky, you right. know, like kind of thing. Your risk tolerance has gone up. Who knows? But right. now you can look at it you and can. make some adjustments. And you don't have, this is the beautiful part too. You don't have to know 
anything about your plan. We can even do three-way calls with people. We can help. We can do a screen share and look at the site and try and say, okay, well, click on this. Let's look at this. Let's find the information here. If you're, if you're savvy to get onto the website, right. even, right? I mean, this is funny. Last week we, we had a tech issue and our tech person at our broker dealer was helping me with something and he took control of my computer, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and as he's going through and typing in code stuff and whatever, right? <laughs> I, I just was watching the screen and I said to him, I said, Ben, I'm envisioning that this is how other people feel when I plug around on their 401k site or right. something, right? Cause this, it was so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. I said, Ben, I have no idea what, cause he's right. like, click, 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 right? <laughs> like he's typing quick. He's like, okay, click here, delete that, whatever. I said, holy cow, Ben. I said, I have no idea what you just did. And, and none probably- of it made sense. And it was so foreign. And, and that's what you do. You sit yes. there and go, here's this alphabet soup of yeah. this fund and that, this, and all of these. Like, what do I mean? A, a donor, this, a but I don't know what any of those things mean the right. first time I look at them. Yeah. But you can go, well, here's what it is. And here's what those that percentage means and why we might want to change yes. the mix. And it's very soothing. It, it is. Like, it's here's very where you soothing. find that. Here's where you change that. Here's what this one means. So mm-hmm. you don't have to know all this stuff. You don't even have to ever learn it if you don't want to. I mean, I don't ever intend to be an expert in IT. Right. That's not an area that I've strengthened right <laughs> but i'm glad there are experts out there yes. you know it's so good to have the people you need at the time you need them so absolutely that's something we can help people to find those options now at 60 so let's say you were 59 and a half now you're 60 right. or older at that point if you're a widow or a widower mm-hmm. there are social security benefits for widows at that point so that is something we're not going to deep dive into that today but just know at 60 that is an option and if you are a widower you may already know that but if you know someone Maybe let them know if they don't know that already. Right. Um, so a few short years later, you get to 62. That is the earliest that you can start drawing traditional Social Security. Meaning okay. just, you know, you're not disabled, you're not a widow, widower, and so forth. Um, and then at that point... We're going to do we're going to do probably a couple shows on social security but you know just to be clear that's that's the lowest to payment right because yes. they use your full retirement age as a benchmark and then they dial it down from there to 62 and they prorate it monthly right so if mm-hmm. you wait till you're 62 and a half it'll be more than if you're 62 but less if you're 63 right so right. they do prorate it throughout the the months um but but the lowest it would start would be 62 the highest it would ever be is 70, right? And we'll kind of talk about that. But at 62, you could could start drawing. Is that the right thing to do? It depends, right? right? It depends on your situation. Right. And I think in some cases, the answer is yes, it makes sense. And in some cases, the answer is probably no, it doesn't make sense. Right. And that's the other thing is that it's, you know, I like that it's generally specific. Like, it's like, well, you could do this, yeah. but then we have to sit down and run some numbers to go, is it the right thing for you? It might be, well, maybe you're somewhat, something's crushing it. So let, let's go put this money in there now. Give it to me instead of having the government sit on it. But maybe not. Yeah. Well, and I was talking to a lady, uh, what was it Friday about this? Mm-hmm. And she at first, when we first started talking, I mean, she's already a client, right? And we're just doing some additional retirement planning. Um, and she said, I think 65. I'm pretty set on 65. Um, but then she also planned to keep working. Right. And her full retirement age was until 67. Okay. And so we talked a little bit about the pros and cons. I said, so if you plan to keep working, you, you really don't want to make more than around the, the, the 22-ish, I think, thousand is what it is. If you make over that, they'll start to withhold some of your Social Security. Okay. Right? As earned income if you make more than that. Now, you could be drawing out of your retirement funds and things. It doesn't count against you that way, but it could count against what you're taxed. Anyway, there's all these... There's It's very complex, right? Yes. The bottom line is, after we had our conversation, 
She got really excited. She said, I think I have a plan. I want to work till the beginning, I think, of the year of when I turned 67. Mm-hmm. And she felt really good about it because she knew why. Right. And she felt confident about it. She said, this is going to be good. I'll have a few more years to contribute to my Roth. Mm-hmm. I'll have a few more years to do this. I'll have, and then I'll be here. And then I'll be able to work part time. And then I'll be able to have this. And she was so excited right. and confident where going into the conversation, she said, I think I want 65. But mm-hmm. I think... And so it's just giving people some of the options and the information, the knowledge, and then they can make their decision and feel good about it. Confident decisions do feel so much better. So we're going to go into our final break of the day. And when we come back, what are we going to wrap up with for this episode? We got a few more ages that are in your 60s that we're going to talk about. All right. You can also be part of the show if you'd like to get your voice into the room. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth here on My Talk 1071. Thank you again for joining us for the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 with my friend Cassandra Brazier from Avila Wealth. Always go to their website as well. It's avilawealth.com to set up that complimentary consultation. We've been going through some milestone birthdays. We got all the way to our 60s, right? Do we have we some are. more things? All right. We are. All the way We're to at our 65. 60s. Here we go. All right. Let's hear it for our 65 year olds out there. So if you are 65 or if you are close to 65, you are probably already well aware that that is the age when Medicare will kick in for you if you are not working. If you're working and you're covered by a health plan, that's different. Mm -hmm. If you're not working. Now, if you're on Social Security already, then certain things will automatically kind of happen for you. If you're not, though, you want to make sure that there's about, I think it's a four month window. Okay. That's a very tight window. Well, it's a window and it's right around your birthday. So just know that if if you don't have a Medicare specialist already, I highly recommend working with one, talking to one. And if you need one, we do have a couple of them that we send our clients to because they are very good. So if you're looking for one, let us know. We can certainly point you in the direction of some good people to talk to. But you just want to make sure that you've got that in order. If you do nothing and you should have done something and you're not working and so on, if if the certain circumstances are there and you haven't done what you needed to do, there can be penalties. So just know that, that there are things you want to be doing around 65. So if that's where you're at, that is important. And then you want to look at, you know, what what, um, parts you want to, that would be applicable to you, right? You mean when I hear in the commercial, A, A, B. B, It's like this alphabet soup of Medicare. Yes. Yes. And so, yes, you want to make sure you have, and there's so many different options there. And it really, it comes down to, your needs, right? It comes down to, are you on certain prescriptions? Do you go to a certain doctor? So again, I always tell people, talk to the specialist because that is what they do. Right. So there's a reason why they exist. Okay. There is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there really is. Um, And so uh, those specialists are so important. And again, if you're looking for a tax specialist right now, I know we've talked about that. Yes. There's a number of people we can point you in the right direction. If you're looking for an estate planning attorney, we can point you in the direction. If you're looking for a mortgage person, if you're looking for real estate, right? Mimi's fantastic. So there are a number of people that if you have a need in those areas, property and casualty insurance, right? There's, you so don't always things. have to start from scratch. Right, right. right. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a recommendation, certainly let us know. You can always go to our website, um, avilawealth.com, A-V-I-L-A, wealth.com. Let us know who you're looking for. So let's say that you get to 65, you've taken care of Medicare. Between 65 and 67 is that range of when most people right now are are hitting their full benefits. Most, everyone is, really. 67 is the, the latest age. If you're born in um, 19... Is it 1960? 
1960 or after, okay. you're going to be in that 67 range of what your full retirement benefits are. And so at that point, you'd get what's called your the 100% of your full retirement age benefits. So if you take it before whatever your full retirement age, that's where, like I said, they drop it down. We'll talk more about this next week and then the week after. If you wait, it'll be a little bit higher. Um, and so you said they range, average the highest 30 years, you said? They take... They take your highest 35 income earning years mm-hmm. and they use a special magical calculation then yes. to to factor in what your benefits are going to be. Okay. So they do take your highest income earning years. So that's why we always say make sure when look if, if you haven't log on to your social security benefits site ssa.gov, look up your benefits on your on your uh, sheet, right. your PDF sheet, it will show you what your income has been registered at. The biggest thing is make sure it's pretty close or accurate, right? And also make sure there's no gaps. Okay. That's one of the biggest things. Because so, if especially in the most recent years. Now, if they have a gap when you were 18, okay. Maybe not. That probably wasn't yeah. when you were crushing it. You, yeah. yeah. You probably weren't at your highest income year. Maybe you were. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, most likely it's your later years, if right? If you were a you Disney Plus sure. star or Disney star back That's then. That's true. Right? Yeah, That's who knows? true. But we'll remind um, everybody about that when we deeper go a deeper dive into uh, Social Security. But it seems like something you always want to remind people is that you can find out those, what that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Check to make sure it's being recorded. Again, we've had people call in over the years that say, hey, I have a gap of like two or three years where nothing was recorded. Well, you got to dig into that right. sooner than later. Um, so, yes. So that's the full retirement benefit age. At 70, it tops off, though. So if okay. you're 70 or beyond, start drawing Social Security. Right. I mean, that's. That's really what I think it comes down to um, is just start start drawing your benefits at that point. Um, and you'll just see your COLA adjustments, your cost of living adjustments over time will increase. Now, the next milestone birthday would be age 73. Yes. And now that is the point which has changed in the last few years um, where you start taking those RMDs. Required those, minimum distributions. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I know a lot about those for a very specific reason because one of my other clients that I'm a voice actor for talks about that. So yeah. I'm like, thank you, Thrive and Financial for telling me to yep. read all these scripts for yep. it. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. RMDs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that at that point and it starts out smaller because they take, you know, they take they do different calculations basically. We don't get to all the details, but every year they will tell you, they'll send you a letter whatever wherever your accounts are and if you have multiple qualified accounts, they will tell you where where, you know, what you need to take out of each account basically. Right. But the bottom line with RMDs is that you don't have to take that exact amount out of each account. You just have to take that total amount out in general. Right. So it could all come out of one account. It could come out out of each account equally. It just it depends on how it makes the most sense to draw it. And that's where that's where we do that planning with people. And we mm-hmm. look at based on sometimes it's based on the markets. Sometimes it's based on how did different accounts perform last year or where how are they invested? So we just look at then which one makes the most sense to draw what from. And and so that's where I think also an advisor can help because if you're strategic about that stuff, it can make a difference and it may help your assets last that much longer. Right. Um. So have a strategy, have a plan. I think the bottom line is options, options, options are good. It's just good to have options. Absolutely. Especially so, once you get to your 70s, you just kind of want to know that, you know, you want you want to be safe ish, but you want to know where everything's going. So that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree. So again, for baby boomers, or if you know a baby boomer and you'd like to be at the in-person class we have coming up um, south of the cities, the baby boomer retirement class will be Thursday, March 21st. 
That's a two-hour class. Okay. 6.30 to 8.30. There's so much information. Right. And we'll it's make sure so that's good. on the page as well. If you go to mytalk1071.com, use that keyword wealth. Uh, Ellie, you should be able to find that on last week's episode as well, just to make your life easier. So, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of thing. Making it easier <laughs> for exactly. Ellie. We give her enough of a hard time. <laughs> Sing the song. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, oh, at least can tell her love where we can find that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so, so we encourage you to make sure that you can set up all of the complimentary consultations and all of those things because, as you said, Cassandra, having options is mm-hmm. fantastic and knowing what your options are. Options, I think, especially if something changes or if you're if something unexpected happens, I think options just give you the most flexibility to pivot if right. you need to. Gosh, this was our plan, but then this happened. So now, thankfully, we have flexibility and we have options and we can still make the most of things. I think it's an also an interesting conversation because sometimes when you just look at the way things are mentioned uh, with the alphabet soup versus the, as we talked about, the milestone birthdays, options don't seem like they're the thing. It looks like have-tos. But you're saying that there are mm. options around these have-tos. There can be. Well, especially if you've done some planning or if you're interested in doing some planning mm-hmm. that we can create a plan where there are options right where we can have flexibility where you don't have to feel like have to or that you're forced or that they're you're at the whim of the rules right, right. of what you're being dictated to do and so i think that can be really helpful it's just getting education getting some information remember there's still time to contribute for roths for iras for last year there are still even ways, which we've talked about, right. where you can add to certain retirement funds if you're self-employed or 1099, right, or have a small business. There are still ways you might be able to have a little bit of a tax break on certain types of retirement plans. So if you have questions on that, you can certainly reach out to us. We work with people's tax advisors, right, where we right. say, talk to them about this, ask them about exactly. this. We go back and forth on information there, and we can even have calls with them if we need to. And so, you told me what question to ask my tax advisor so I could go, okay, yep. when I'm doing this, what do I need to know? Right. And she's like, well, when we get to this point, that's when we'll decide whether this yep. is going to be an advantage to you for last year or not. Right. So we'll see. And I'm like, good to know. Well right. done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you want, I mean, you want all the people that you work with, right, to be able to overlap and say talk to them about this talk to this person about this ask this person about this right um, and i know you are great about doing that right yeah. you you talk to all your different advisors on all different areas and yes and go this is the year of taking advice from my advisors so don't make it <laughs> don't make a decision in a vacuum you don't have to you can have a team right. of people that can actually explain what it is and and just back to the the uh, story that you told earlier in the show it helps when you're like, oh, I made this decision for a reason. Exactly. So we encourage you to, again, set up that complimentary consultation. You can do that by going to avilawealth.com. That's A-V-I-L-A wealth.com. Or you can call them at 651-600-0855. Security and advisory services offered through Harbor Investments, Inc., member SIPC. This material is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be financial advice. Please consult a professional on your situation. Content paid for by Avila Wealth.